concerned citizens of California, gather round and pay heed. It is time for Bill's Voter Guide. Here he is, a man who still insists that voting for a dead gorilla was not throwing away his vote. Bill Handel. Why the Marine theme song, the anthem of uh, the Marines. I don't, I don't get that. All right. Hey, uh, Handel here on a Monday, June 4th, one day before the election, which is tomorrow. See, that's what happens if tomorrow is one day before. I'll explain that to you at another time. And um, uh, the, before we do that, uh, some of the big, big stories uh, that we're covering. Guatemalan volcano, uh, 25 people dead of a volcano that just exploded. And then this big issue about Donald Trump. I have the absolute right to pardon and Giuliani. And they're making a huge deal about this. And it's not a huge deal. It's an interesting story, but it's front page news. Um, I'm looking at CNN and Fox, and that's what they're carrying all morning. All right. Now, time for the voter guide. All right, couple of rules. Uh, rule number one, and we do this every year. This is my voter guide. That's it. This is my voter guide. Anybody that uses my voter guide to actually vote or having it influence your vote is automatically fired from being a listener on this show. You will simply not be allowed to listen to KFI anymore, at least this show. I will make sure your radio does not work in the morning at KFI. You cannot, under any circumstances, use that guide as a primer, as a guide for your vote. I do not tell people how to vote. I'm nuts about that. Okay, uh, so, oh, if, you, uh, if you're not writing this down to see uh, what a quack I am, I will have this later on on uh, the website, right? Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, in reality, this is a race that uh, there really isn't much there, other than the governor's race. That's what's really exciting. I was running into, who's that? Alana Alini uh, Papadakis or Papadoulipus. Uh, she's running for uh, attorney general. And she was on Mo Kelly's show, I think, over the weekend. I ran to her. Or I, no, during the week, uh, he was recording and I ran into her uh, in the hallway and downstairs. We were in the elevator together, and I was introduced by her. She was introduced to me by her consultant, saying she's running for attorney general. And I said, really? You think anybody cares? Oh, would you put her on your show on Monday? And I said, no, of course not. And why? Do you think anybody cares who's running for attorney general? Anybody? And she said, you're right. It's all about the governor's race. I said, I'm right. It's all about a governor's race. And I turned to her consultant and said, so therefore, she's not appearing on the show. Thank you very much. All right. So uh, on the governor's race, it's really three people vying for two spots. It's musical chairs with only three people left. The rest of the people don't matter at all. And if you look at how many people are running for governor, I have my little, uh, uh, here we go. Where's my little, my little booklet here? Judicial judges. Anybody even know how to spell judge, for God's sake? Uh, does that matter at all? Oh, come on, handle. Really? How many people are running for governor? I don't think it has it on this little book that I'm looking at. I don't know, 200 people are running for governor? I mean, something like that. And some of the, and, and they're crazy people run for governor. People that you have absolutely, they're nuts. And it just people that do it just for the hell of doing it because it's so easy. Uh, to file, it's a couple hundred dollars, and you too can run even for president. 
All right. So the race is between three people for its primary. And the top two then go to the general and the general election in November. So what it is, Antonio Villaragosa, former mayor of Los Angeles, labor, and he came up through the labor ranks. Labor is throwing money into his campaign. You have John Cox, Republican, and, of course, you have Gavin Newsom, who is going to win, incidentally. He will be our next governor. Who am I voting for? Oh, John Knox. There's no question in my mind. Uh, the last thing we need is a liberal, liberal Democrat, which is who Gavin Newsom is, and Antonio Villaraigosa to a smaller extent, to a lesser extent. So supermajority of Democrats and a governor who is also uh, a liberal Democrat. So what do you think is going to happen uh, to the state of California? You think we have enough taxes now? Ha <laughs> ha! Just wait! Okay. So what's going to happen? It will be uh, John Knox and it will be Antonio Villaraigosa. Uh, no, it'll be John Knox and it'll be Gavin Newsom. Villaraigosa is gone, even though Villaraigosa spent uh, through his PACs probably 15 or $20 million. There are 27 running for governor. Oh, just 27. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Oh, there you go. And some people we haven't heard of. All right. Uh, and then the big issues are really, really uh, the props. And it always is the case. And I'm not going to go through district, et cetera, because uh, it's your district. Uh, the only individual that I'm endorsing other than John Knox for governor happens to be the DA's race for uh, in Orange County. And it's uh, effectively, well, it is. It's Tony Rakakis, and uh, it is Todd Spitzer. Everybody else is sort of uh, incidental to the whole process. Now, do you mean John Cox that you're endorsing? Did I say Cox or Knox? Knox. Knox. I'm sorry. Cox. It's, it's Cox. Yeah, right. I mean, Mister. I don't know how to um, don't know how to pronounce names. I knew what you meant, though. Right. Uh, so it's uh, back to Todd Spitzer. I'm endorsing Todd, and that it's a personal endorsement. Incidentally, I've known. I, I was the MC at his first fundraiser. When he entered politics, I introduced him, and that's how far back I go with uh, Todd. Todd uh, was a screener on Handle on the Law 25 years ago uh, before he entered public service, so it is strictly a personal issue. Uh, politics is a little bit more conservative than I am, uh, and a couple things about Todd. Uh, Todd has a reputation for being a little crazy, uh, and it's absolutely true. Then the only issue is where on the crazy line do you think Todd is? Okay. However, I must also point out that, uh, in my opinion, uh, Todd is a true public servant. He is fanatic about his service to the public. Uh, he, he works harder than anybody I've ever met, and he thinks public service 24-7 when he's not thinking about himself, which is 25-7. And he is... Uh, a politician, but I have in it. If it, I have no problem endorsing Todd, none, because I know he will do a, a great job as uh, a DA, even though he's nuts. And it's uh, so that's an easy one for me. So it's mainly personal because I've done it for such a long time. All right, uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to talk about the props because those are the big stories. And I'll tell you uh, the voter guide why I'm going to vote and why some of it makes no sense at all. This is uh, KFI AM 640. KFI Handle here. It is 
is a uh, Monday, June 14th. Huge number of news items breaking. Supreme Court just ruled on uh, the baker in Colorado wedding cake for same-sex marriage. The court just ruled in favor of the baker. Uh, I'm as the case is coming out. I'm I'm reading how it starts. Uh, no wedding cake for them queers. Uh, right there, that's where it's written. I think it's maybe even them there uh, queers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Isn't that great? Boy, that one just. Well, I'm not surprised, but and I'll talk about that later on because it's an interesting twist. Uh, because the baker used the First Amendment. Uh, a First Amendment argument is religion, and he argued that it was a uh, a manner of his art, that it wasn't just a sale of a cake, which probably wouldn't have flown, because it just had to do with a wedding cake. It wasn't I refuse service uh, to uh, a gay marriage uh, to a gay marriage uh, ceremony. So we'll talk a whole lot more about that coming up. That's a big, big story. Also, later on, we're going to talk about the president pardoning himself, which is not a big story, but it's interesting. And of course, the news media is making a huge deal of that, and it shouldn't be. All right, back we go to the voter guide. And uh, same rules, you can't use a voter guide as a guide for your voting. It's impossible. Uh, That's the rules. Okay, the big story here are the propositions. They always are. And we start with Prop 68. Uh, Another bond measure. More taxes. Well, more taxes in the sense we have to pay off the bond. Uh, $4.1 billion in general obligation bonds to fund, quote, natural resources-related programs, habitat conservation parks, water-related projects. Here's another bond. Uh, that we're voting. I mean, how many bonds are we paying interest on? Something astronomical. That interest, uh, the interest on these bonds are going to explode. And when interest rates go up, the payments go up. So right now, at this moment, California can probably afford some more interest payments. The second that the economy tanks a little bit, even a little bit, and revenues stop coming in, we still have to pay it. So, uh, and the other side of it is, you know, do we need uh, water-related projects? Do we need parks? Do we? Yes, we do. It's just you can't. Uh, unfortunately, this legislation, other uh, legislature, and other ones can't spend within their means. No one can. No one can. Uh, it's certainly in the legislature know how to run a budget. Can you imagine if you ran your budget that way? You'd be broke in five seconds. Uh, Prop sixty-nine. That revenues from those fuel taxes that we just uh, had, uh, has to be used on transportation purposes. Uh, Repairing roads, improving transit. Yeah, I mean, uh, that just makes sense. I'm voting yes on this. By the way, Prop 68, no, yes, I haven't decided yet. I'm probably going to decide as I go up, literally, and uh, push the lever, of which there aren't any. Uh, Prop 70, Uh, and this is a little bit technical, uh, revenues collected from the state greenhouse gas emission permits, uh, the cap and trade business, uh, would be deposited into a new special fund. And, uh, those deposits would continue, uh, and, uh, they have to be spent obviously on, uh, uh, this, uh, this, uh, no, they have to be spent, uh, only with two thirds of vote of each house which is never going to happen unless a supermajority kicks in. And uh, in that case, the funds just keep on accruing. 
and that fund will have zillions of dollars in it. Uh, and what this says, uh, a no vote means the state could continue to spend just with a majority vote, which means the Democrats will always have the power to do this. So on this one, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it really doesn't matter. They have two thirds anyway. So you can vote yes, you can vote no. But and get, when Gavin Newsom becomes uh, governor, then it becomes crazy making. Then nothing of this matters. Then we're going to pass uh, it, it, whether the uh, it's passed by proposition of the legislature. Taxes are going to go up, up, up. The only thing is the word taxes. You have to have a supermajority, two thirds, which of course they'll have, always have. Uh, it goes up and down, but uh, they'll have it. Now, if they use the word fees, that's unlimited. So all the legislature has to do is say, this isn't a tax. This is a fee. And you're done. So uh, I'm vo- it doesn't matter. I'm voting yes, two-thirds vote, but not that that matters. And then Prop 71 uh, is uh, another technical one. Uh, state ballot measures would take effect uh, after the vote has been counted and certified about six weeks after the election. Uh, right now, uh, most state ballot measures take place the day after the election. And all this says is we'll wait till it's certified about six weeks later. Yeah, sure. Why not? That makes sense. And then one that's the easiest one of all. And I'm voting yes on this one is uh, uh, installing a system to collect and store rainwater cannot result in a higher property tax bill. Here's the rule. Right now, if you increase the value of your house, your house can be reassessed, and therefore you'll pay more taxes because it's predicated on the value of your house. That's what property tax is all about. Well, what Prop 72 says is if you have a a rainwater storage system and it increases the value of your house, let's say $10,000 or $20,000, that can't be added to the value of your house for the purposes of a property tax, which makes all the sense in the world. I mean, how can they want, how can the state as a policy want you to collect rainwater because of the drought, and at the same time say, and if you put in a system which increases the value of your house, uh, we're going to punish you. I mean, how crazy is that? You talk about contradiction. And the more the drought and more, the more the state is concerned about the drought and the more you do to alleviate the drought, the more we're going to tax you. Uh, come on. So that's an easy yes for me. And the rest of it, two-thirds majority, they have it anyway, or they will have it. And uh, there aren't any really juicy propositions this time around. All right.